Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the last episode of 2021 of the Spooky Hour. Technically, it's the first episode of 2022. Oh, fuck. I fucked that up, didn't I? You did, but like, but it's, like so it's our last recording of 2021. <laughs> oh, man. See, I or, like, I we already said we were going to fuck this episode up, and I already did it, and it's been like two seconds. Do you know what? At least it's only uphill from here, right? Question I don't mark. think so. I don't think so either. It's going to so. be a mess. No. It's, so it's New Year's Eve today it is. when we're recording this. So therefore, I'm going to say you're correct. Um, but also, Happy New Year, friends. Happy New Year. We hope you had a lovely holiday. We literally didn't post shit over the holidays because I was no. just like, eh, fuck it. Um, but yeah, we're back. Hi. Hello. Uh, we're both drinking at two o'clock in the afternoon because... It's New Year's. And we can do that. Yeah. So that's where we're at today. This is and guys, how we're starting. more drinks than I have. I mean, I'm, I'm limited to I've one. I'm still but... only on my first one, but, no, but I pre-opened second. a second one. <laughs> She's going hard. So it's like, I didn't want to hear the sound in the recording. That's like, that's not cute. <laughs> that's problematic. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's it. I have been a blob for like eight or nine days at this point uh i literally just said to danielle the fact that we both got our shit together to like be doing this right now is a miracle so yeah. you're welcome yeah. <laughs> i reactivate reactivated i don't know i started wearing my fitbit again but only at night because it records your sleep because i'm like i'm curious to see how much i actually sleep last night i got exactly two hours and 39 minutes babies are so fun right and i haven't had a nap so much fun Maybe. i hope you get a nap after this oh, I'll post quick, power, quick power nap i want a nap after this <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you get to. I'm planning to. I don't care if anybody else is. You and I will just, like, you can you can sneak out and run over here and we'll just lock ourselves in my basement. And that sounds be fine. Good. I'll be, yeah, I'll be over in, like, five minutes. This whole episode <laughs> is just a snoring. But, yeah, we hope you had a good 2021. I mean, bes- like, not the pandemic, but, like, other than that. Yeah, great. other other things were good, we hope. Yeah. We know most things were not good, but we hope that there was, like, at least one good thing. I was, like, lo- like thinking back on my 2021, and I think I had a pretty good year. I mean, like, like yeah, you had a baby. Like, that's yeah. a pretty it's a pretty big thing. I know. And I went through some, like, really good, like, personal growth. Yeah, I you did. Stuart, and he was just like, yeah, you grew a baby. I'm like, that's not what I was talking about. I meant, like, me. Also yeah. me. <laughs> like, me, myself, and I. Like, I got to the point... It's our podcast. I'll say what I want. This is my year. Hi. Um, I got to the point where I just didn't care what people, like, thought of me and, like, my life and stuff. Like, before, like, in just in terms of, like, someone's always going to have, like, a wrong narrative of your life. Yeah. And someone's always going to have something to say. And I just got to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if a year and a half ago, Danielle would have been like, oh, this person said this, even though I know it's not true. Like, I never said that. Yeah. I would have been like, here are the receipts. This is incorrect. <laughs> and then I'd go for that person's throat. I saw a post. I'm going to fuck it up now. But it was pretty much exactly this, where it's like, growth is learning that like you don't always have to correct people's version of you. Exactly. And that's, yeah, I fucking feel that. Yeah, that's literally what I learned this year. And it's been We had opportunities fabulous. to fight people and we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. And like, my growth literally is all thanks to Holly. That's Aww. why I brought it up, because I just wanted to thank you, because, like, it really is. You like, big softy. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> but, like, I've, like, I tell Holly absolutely everything, and, like, a lot of stuff that happened this year, I'd be like this, and you'd kind of just be like, either we would just, like, shoot the shit and laugh at it, and, like, just talk shit, because that's who we are as people, 
but like to ourselves but then other times you'd be like no like maybe it's like this way or like is it really like worth you saying anything or like does that person's opinion really matter and i'm like you know you're actually like really right about that like i don't care anymore you're so cute i know i'm glad you learned that lesson this year yeah and it's all thanks to you so thanks holly which is funny because like i always say to you that like i want more of your i don't give a fuck attitude Mm -hmm. because like you always just like do you no matter what like people could tell you a million times like mm, i don't think you should do that and you're like no i'll do it no i want to do like, it <laughs> you always, it's usually like a good thing and i'm always like man i want to be more like danielle or like i'm like a, a pushover sometimes and like danielle's very much not a pushover <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so i feel like i've learned a lot about that from you like i, I specifically at work i've learned to like put my foot down and stuff and be like yeah. mm, no i'm leaving at four today yeah you know what i mean so, ground, girl you i feel it. like i've also learned from you so oh, look, look at, at us that. Go, right? Look at us. I was thinking about, I made a sappy post on Instagram yesterday because I was thinking like, man, 2021 sucked. It was just like 2020, but like shittier and like awful. And then I was like, do you know what? It wasn't that bad. Like, no. okay, yes, it was pretty bad. There was a lot of shitty aspects, but then like, I was looking through all of my pictures that I took this year and I was like, okay, this was fun. This was lovely. We got to do this. I got yeah. to meet your baby. Like all these like little things that I was like, it was still good, you know? Yeah. You just got to pick out like the, the good stuff. And that's the worst thing is like... Good stuff's always going to happen, but you're always going to focus on the negative. Because the negative feels bigger, I yeah, think, you know? Definitely. But if, if you, I think my post said something about, like, the little things. So, like, yeah. if you find one little thing where you were like, this was a good moment, yeah. then just fucking hold on to that. Hold on you're to allowed it. to feel shitty overall, yeah. absolutely, but. And just remember, yeah. everyone's, there's always going to be certain narratives around your life and everybody else's opinions. And, like, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter, okay. you know? Yeah. I, I'm not, we're not here to make people like us at the end of the day. It's kind of just like you, you like us and you vibe with us and you're here and that's cool. And if you don't, then I don't care to like engage with you, you know? Yeah. You can always leave us a shitty review and we'll just laugh at it. (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) Guys, we got our first shitty review and honestly, it was like the best, like good half an hour laugh. Cause it's just like, someone gets mad at your opinion. And that's the thing. It's to like, you can't get mad at somebody's opinion. You You're can't get one to. star on an opinion. Yeah. You know? So she, like, this person, if you give, if we disagree with your opinion, do we get to leave a review on you? Yeah. Like, is that how, is it both ways? Or is it just because we're like a podcast and you see us as like an entity versus like a person? Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. Either way. We don't care. If you don't like listening to us, don't listen to us. It's, it's yeah. totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, let us know so we can laugh at it. Cause... <laughs> That's cool too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I uh, I always see posts being like, "Don't announce your departure, like just unfollow." But it's like, no, please announce it because we laugh first. Yeah, <laughs> like I love that. Uh, no, like, but we like we like who listens to us. The people that we have listened to us like get our humor and get us, and that's all I care about. Yeah, exactly. It's all so that matters. Going like us, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Leave a review anyway, so because it's funny. Is the yeah. end of that. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. We're going into the new year sassier than ever. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. It was. It was a good year for personal growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a great... I had a child, which is Huge. Insane. Yeah. Like, the biggest. The biggest. But, like, yeah. I think it's just been a really good year. I, I took this year as, like, a step back, I think, which is, like, I think also progress. Yeah, you know, I think resting definitely. is progress. I literally made myself like sick with the whole like trying to buy a house thing. And I was like, I'm just not going to give a shit this year because no. like I can't compete. So why bother? Yeah. So we like paid off some debts. We like, you know, did you 
the way you wanted things. to do you. Yeah. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. If I live in my brother's basement for the rest of my life, that's fine. That's just what happens. <laughs> it's just fine. <laughs> We'll see what we have it like when we're going into when 2022 is over. We'll see if our opinions have changed. The end of 2022, we're both just like, do meth and fucking die. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> uh, don't take that seriously, guys, please. Please um, don't do meth. Don't do drugs. I'm not endorsing drugs. I mean, and weed's, weed's, weed's fine. Just don't weed's do Weed's fine. We do enjoy weed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like fixing my hair. We've taken like, like, like so many little like turns in this speech going into the new year. And this is just who we are. <laughs> i had this whole like mental thing like i was like going through it through my head like i obviously didn't write it down and i was like i'm gonna say what i overcome this year and like fuck people and blah 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 and it's been great and i love people and now i'm just like i don't even know if i got everything across it makes sense but thanks holly that's all i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> right back at ya and i guess thanks uh to our friends for listening to us for like another yeah. year A we're going into our year. third year third year is it yeah holy tip balls hasn't been that long we started in 2020, so we did all of 2020, all of 2021. So yeah, we're going into our third year. That's absolutely insane. Mo- like time just blends together. Is it? Are we doing math right? I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's been far too long for you people to put up with us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> far too long. Uh, shall we just get into it then? Should we, we should. Should we get spooky? We should. So what better way to, I guess for me right oh, the now. The raspberry it's- one's good. Sorry. Is it? yeah love it um so what better way to end 2021 which is like a thing because it's new year's eve right now but like also going into 2022 then talk about the iconic winchester mystery house oh yes of course it was about time i did it i mean like everyone covers it but it's just so fucking bonkers it's like a rite of passage right (laughs) um so let's journey back to 1839 where sarah party was born to leonardo well leonardo that didn't make sense Leonard Party and Sarah W. Um, now, Sarah was extremely smart. Apparently, she ended up, like, growing up, like, speaking four languages. Um, she was born... Wow. In, yeah, she was born into privilege and attended, like, the nicest schools, also the nicest parties. She just lived the best life. Um, on September 30th, 1962, so I think she was, like, 23 years old, mm-hmm. um, Sarah married William Wirt Winchester, who was the son of Oliver Winchester, and we all know he owned the Winchester Repeating Arms Company um winchester's like the gun like goes pew pew um <laughs> that's all i know in about case that you forgot what a gun did yeah um. just in case <laughs> so sarah and william ended up having a daughter named annie um annie was born on june 15th 1866 but unfortunately passed away a little over a month after on july 25th Aww. yeah the same year um from uh i'm gonna pronounce this completely wrong uh marsmas which i think is like or Maramas. I don't know. Emma, help me. <laughs> um, but it's basically like malnutrition. So, I mean, back then you wouldn't really know. Especially if you're like breastfeeding, you're like, I think the baby's getting milk. Like, who knows? Oh, yeah. Cause he, I guess he, they didn't really monitor it. Mo- wow. I'm already <laughs> way too drunk to be doing this. Monitor it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, passed away due to malnutrition, which is such Aww. a bummer. Yeah. Um, but it could be also other things. Like, they could have like a blockage sort of thing who knows yeah um so sarah's life got even more brutal when her husband william died in 1881 from uh, tb uh because of her husband's death she inherited a shit ton of money as well as 50 percent of the winchester arms company oh um, wow yeah i believe she i got... almost said good for her but i guess it's like 
Not not the best, I guess. No, not at all. <laughs> um, so I believe she got around like twenty million in the bank, and wow. that was at like that time, like in eighteen eighty one. So that's well over like five hundred million this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, then Sarah was also getting about a thousand dollars a day from the company, which I think is like in terms of money this year would be like thirty k a day. So she's doing she was doing pretty well. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. So William's death was extremely hard on Sarah. She actually sought out a psychic medium. Um, now, the exact details of this meeting is a little fuzzy, but the one thing we do know is that this medium was able to contact William. Um, apparently, William had told this medium that Sarah should pack up and move to California, where she would use the money to build a home for all the spirits who were killed by the Winchester rifles. Oh. Yeah. So there is also a little spin to this where William had told the medium that his death and their daughter's death were because of the many deaths that the Winchester rifles had caused. So kind of like a curse. Um, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. So William um, said Sarah, well, told Sarah um, uh, that she would also be at risk. So this, she needs to build a home that would hold these spirits, but would also keep her safe. So Sarah just like did that. So there's kind of two versions of that story, but either way, this medium was able to contact William. Um, in 1884, Sarah built... Um, or, well, sorry, Sarah bought uh, a little farmhouse in California. Immediately, she hired contractors and, like, decorators, and there was constant renos being done every single day, so the construction never stopped. The little farmhouse got transformed into a seven-story mansion, but there was never any, um, like, direction to this, con like, the construction. Um, it's like they just thought of new things each day, so they just kept, like, adding to it. Um, rooms were always... Sims. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, rooms were obviously built... Um, but some rooms had like windows that looked into other rooms, not like the outside of yeah. the home. There was like a staircase that would lead to nowhere. <laughs> it's like the, the housing that went up in the college, uh, Durham college, all of the housing there. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, they whipped up a bunch of student housing around the local college and it's like falling apart already. It's <laughs> they put the houses up in like three months and they were like, this is good. This will last. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is great. Um, so it's like some staircases would lead to nowhere. Doors would open to solid walls. Um, it was like literally a mystery home. I love though that like the contractors were cool with it. She was probably yeah. just like, put this here. And they're like, all right. All like, right. <laughs> I mean, whatever you say, you're paying. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of makes me wonder if this was like to confuse the spirits. Like they go to open a door and they're like, fuck, it's a wall. Not like it can float through it, but like can't go through this way. Bye. Like kind of keep them stuck almost. yeah yeah so the house yeah. was like basically built like a labyrinth so there were yeah. secret passages there were skylights in the floor um so weird right there was a door on the second floor that literally just like leads to a drop like right below like so if you didn't know and you just kept walking you go right right to the first amazing. floor. amazing yeah and as legend goes it was designed um this way to confuse the spirits as i said um to not be able to find sarah so oh. the, so this legend is like hearsay because there's no structural like building plan ever found like there's nothing to i was like, just gonna ask did she ever have like a diary or something where she's like this nope. is why i did this nope nope no one has any fucking idea wow. why the house was built like this yeah so that's why there's like all these rumors and like legends saying that like she built this home to confuse the spirits um, in 1906, there was an earthquake that hit the home really bad. It caved the top three floors and those were like never really built. So it went down from like the seven floors to like three or four floors. I think it depends on like what area you're in. Um, Sarah was in the home at the time of the collapse and she was in a room called the Daisy bedroom. So it had like 
these like floral like windows that's why it's called the daisy bedroom so the room itself was fine but the entrance was blocked and caved in by the earthquake so she was trapped in the room which was weird but also like really lucky yeah Um, her staff had to like dig her out of the room which is like so weird it's like maybe like the earthquake was like triggered by something and they just wanted to like like trap her cave in certain areas yeah but like what if they wanted to trap her in this room that was they could never find her it's so weird that that one specific like the structure is that good in that one room yeah right so as i said the house was under construction night and day for 38 years wow (laughs) yeah the workers would split shifts so like half would work during the day and half would work overnight so it's not like they work like a nine to five like it'd be all throughout the night it literally never stopped for 38 years i would have quit so fast honestly though if i got like thirty thousand dollars a day or whatever i feel like that'd be me too right (laughs) just every little whim Hmm, i don't like this cabinet anymore rip them out yeah bye (laughs) it was good for the week and it's gone now um so the construction finally stopped on september 5th 1922 because sarah winchester was found dead in her bed she died of heart failure i think she was 82 or 83 years old Uh, apparently when the workers found out she died they immediately like just up and left the property there was like half hammer nails into the wall like they (laughs) They literally just like fuck this they're like she's she's dead we're leaving bye and like literally there was stuff like they were working on in that moment and then they found out she was dead and they were like nah bye didn't even finish hammering the i can't blame them like 38 years right (laughs) so upon her death the house had 950 doors 10,000 wow. windows, 40 stairways, 52 skylights, 47 fireplaces, six kitchens. Ele- what I think there's like fuck. Yeah, three or four elevators. And at the time this was like really huge especially for that 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 time like the era it was built. Yeah. Um, she had electricity, an indoor shower and a complete like sewage draining system. Oh wow, yeah. good for her. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is also kind of like fun. So Sarah apparently had an obsession with the number 13. So the house had 13 step like stairways, 13 paned windows, 13 paneled ceilings. And she would, so her will was signed 13 times because she had 13 different parts in there. And there was also um, a bathroom in the home that had 13 windows. Okay, Taylor Swift. Right. This is this is her Taylor Swift's inspo. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so now some theories about why Sarah built this home like this are that again, like she needed to hide from these spirits that were coming for her. There is another theory that she had the home built um, with designs inspired by English uh, philosopher Francis Bacon. So Francis Bacon is said to have these like secret like mystic like societies um some of them are called like the ross crucians and then the freemasons so some yeah so some suggest that sarah was actually a part of these societies and therefore her house was built to like honor that um another theory is that she just loved having the house be constantly worked on apparently her and her husband did renos in their old home in new haven so it was a way to connect with him um it's also said that she was like just a good person and wanted to use the family fortune to help and like wanted the to employ the community so there was always jobs to be done oh that's kind of cute yeah yeah so she kept a lot of the people employed um so she was she had like 18 gardeners 18 servants and the construction crew that built and designed the home and they all i'm pretty sure like the third floor they all could stay there like they could live there um which kind of like tugs at my heartstrings but like 
running away from ghosts is a better idea than being nice. <laughs> it's like, um, you know how in every Scooby-Doo episode, they, like, chase each other through doors and yeah, shit? Yeah. That's what the house is. It's just a per- perpetual Scooby-Doo episode. Oh, my God, yes. Um, we need to move there. <laughs> we need to move there, 100%. So, Sarah also had a seance room to speak of with, course. like, spirits. So, like, I'm definitely leaning towards, like, the runaway from ghost theory. Yeah. Um, which takes me again back to a spirit theory. According to some contractors who worked on the house, that Sarah was having daily seances with mediums. She was trying to reach like the, and I quote, like nice spirits of the house. And these spirits would help her with the design of the home to keep the like not nice spirits away. So Sarah would, yeah. And you know what's really weird? Apparently Sarah would also sleep in a different bedroom every single night. I guess so these spirits didn't know exactly where she was. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, so they couldn't, like, predict where she was staying. So, like, why didn't she just, like, live in another house and then keep that house for the spirits? Like, was it in the clause that she, like, had to live with the spirits? I have no idea. (laughs) I have no clue, but there's, like, secret passages she would take so they wouldn't, like, be able to follow her. Like, they wouldn't know her route because she'd just take a different route every single day. It's so so funny. Right? So after Sarah's death, everything was left to her niece, who was, like, her personal secretary or something like that. And she was given, and some of, like, the money was also given to charity. But the Winchester house was not in the will. Um, The niece took the goods that she wanted and auctioned off the rest, which apparently took over six weeks to get all the stuff out. Um, At the time... Oh, wow. (laughs) Right? Six fucking weeks. That's how much shit was in there. Um, At the time, the appraisers said the house wasn't worth anything because of its weird design. Um, It was also still damaged from the earthquake, so it wasn't, like, fully fixed yet. Um, An investor purchased the home for 135k, and then it was leased to... Yeah, that's it. (laughs) It was then leased (laughs) to John and Mayhem Brown, who ended up purchasing the home after. I think they, like, leased it for, like, 10 years or something crazy like that. Um, so fun fact, John actually designed and built the backity back roller coaster in Crystal Beach Park, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And in nineteen ten, a seventeen year old girl was killed on this roller coaster oh, from falling fuck. off of it. Yeah. Oh geez, that's not funny. Yeah. So I think wow. he like built the roller coaster and then she passed away and so they dipped to California. I'm pretty sure that's what the story was. And then they bought that house. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So the home is currently owned by the Winchester Investments LLC, um, which is a private company, but it represents the descendants of John and Mayhem Brown. So the house is like confusing as like being built by a labyrinth, but it's also confusing because now we have no idea who owns it besides the company because it's a it's private. It's kind of like in the ether. Yeah. It's like a, pri- it's a privately owned company. So you have no idea who owns it, but it's called the Winchester Investments. No idea. And there's no, is there like Winchester descendants? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely is. Sorry, my old lady hips. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been open for tours for years, but the rooms are literally still being found today. Um, apparently one of the storage rooms... Like was... new rooms? New rooms, yeah. That's so funny. Apparently one of the storage rooms was decked out head to toe with 300k, which I think... Or sorry, I think it was like... Yeah, it was like 300k worth of shit. Um, of like goods that included like a tiffany window with a spider web design oh, wow yeah in 2016 an attic was discovered and inside there was like a pump organ a victorian era couch like a sewing machine and paintings um there were so much yeah and rooms are being like found like unfinished which is That's like so funny imagine owning this house for that long and you're still finding rooms is it is it like open to the public or it's just it is it's there's it is? yeah um, so Sarah literally took all of the secrets of herself and her home to her grave. 
Um, there isn't really anything like any reason why the house the way it is. There's no building plans, as I said. There's no family like talking about it. There's no journals. There's literally nothing. So Sarah was very private in the sense she never took or gave interviews. Um, we don't even have photos of her. Like there's oh, wow. like a painting. There's one photo of her in like a carriage, and that's literally the only photo that has ever been taken of her. And I don't believe she consented to it. That's crazy. So we like can't post it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we can. I don't care. <laughs> she's gonna come after us. Yeah. I don't know if she was like aware of the photo. Like she's looking when she like the photo was taken, but it's literally the only photo that's ever been taken of her. That's um, so weird. Yeah. She's you. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm channeling Sarah every single day. <laughs> so to this day, there's no exact number on how many rooms this place has. Right now, the the guess is like 160. The owners wow. would count and come up with like different numbers every single time. But like there's people continually counting. And right now it's like the, the average number is 160. So they think it's 160. Holy um, shit. Yeah. And of course, it's supposed to be haunted as fuck. Lots of reports and sightings, especially on the third floor. So that's kind of where all the, the construction workers are yeah. like um uh or like every designers and shit if they wanted to stay they would stay there um people we hear footsteps and their names being called um so i wonder if like the spirits are still like confused and like get lost like i wonder if it's like, like they're still like stuck in walking in circles in this yeah. weird house yeah <laughs> probably like, i'm also like just wondering if like i'm assuming if like if that's the case this house was built to like confuse spirits that they're gonna be trapped there forever yeah that's cr- you know like in the supernatural show when they do that little circle thing and it traps a demon that whole house is like a spirit trap literally i wonder what would happen if they tore it down like would that free them or would they just be like stuck on the land i feel like i don't know i don't know <laughs> excuse me bless <laughs> you um does sarah herself haunt it um people think she does but there's no like proof behind that it's just because she owned it, they just kind of say. Yeah, because people yeah. are like, she's crazy. And some people are like, she's not crazy. Like, she, like, wanted to give away to charity. And, like, she was very, like, I don't know if her and her husband, they just did Was she unusual? Maybe. Yeah, I do- I'm just wondering if, like, her and her husband, um, because they built the home to, like, for the spirits that were killed by these rifles, if they, like didn't like the family company or didn't like these rifles and they were trying to like get away from it like it's kind of like a curse so like keeping them there actually made made it worse yeah yeah but which is weird because he told he told her to like make them a house yeah because maybe he's kind of like well they're gonna come after you so maybe he's like maybe it was more for her protection than their like yeah ooh. but also the fact i just feel like if that was the case then like maybe they didn't actually like the rifles like they didn't like the family company maybe they should have just left them the fuck alone (laughs) right maybe don't piss off the dead spirits like it's just it's just nuts like no one has any idea there's never been ever like have any building plans um that's so weird been, no like not blueprints. even like a diary entry being like today nope. i did this because like yeah like i would just... love to like stumble upon that someday to see like her mindset behind it right none of it makes sense and like we just want to know girl like why did you do it she maybe ends up she... on like love it or listed or whatever <laughs> maybe she... hgtv <laughs> she maybe she did it knowing that like when she passes away that like people would be like what the fuck and that's her liked, legacy yeah and like that's her like that's so smart 
That's kind of funny. That. I do kind of like that. Because right? people, like, it's it's how many years later and we're still talking about it? Like, well over 100. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe she just wanted to go out like a bad bitch. And she's like, figure this out, guys. Yeah. That's a, it's just, it's absolutely baffling to me. I want to go there so bad. I, I would like to go there also. I didn't know that it was open for tours. Yeah. We're adding that to our, uh, when we make a Patreon bucket list. Right. <laughs> Send us on fun adventures, please. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll get into mine now. Murder. Um, so mine is more so a mysterious death that's like technically not considered a homicide, but it's like, it's a little bit weird. So just, just let me have it. Okay. Um, So Michelle Von Emster was a 25-year-old woman born and raised in California. She was one of five daughters in her family, and they all attended the same all-girls school together. Um, After graduation, she planned to study at St. Mary's College, but early into her first year, she was diagnosed with cancer and dropped out to, like, go through the treatment and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So she did beat the cancer, but she never went back to school. Uh, She took off to San Diego, where she rented a house that overlooked the bay. She lived there for a short while, then she moved again to Ocean Beach, which is like a little town in California, I guess. And she rented a home with uh, a bunch of roommates. Um, The area was described as being bohemian and vibrant. Uh, I'm picturing kind of that, like, chill California vibe that you just picture when you think of California. Yeah. It was like your your made-for-TV California moment there. Um, so this was perfect for Michelle, who was embracing different parts of her spirituality after beating cancer. Uh, she started practicing meditation at the beach. Uh, she went organic and all of that. Like she was, she was bringing the hippie vibes a little bit. (laughs) I love that. Uh, she was known to travel all over California with no real plan in mind. Just, just vibes. She would just like, just go off and just travel. Um, (laughs) As lovely as Ocean Beach was, it did have its dark side. So the area had an incredibly high crime rate, and Michelle lived in the part of town that was called the War Zone, which is nice. Hmm. Um, And I think it was more of a reference to, like, gang activity. Like, I'm pretty sure there was, it was, like, heavy gang activity in that area. Okay. Um, And I'm pretty sure drug trafficking was, like, big there as well. Um, On the night of April... I have an air bubble. (laughs) (laughs) On the night of April 14th, 1994, Michelle and her roommate Coco headed out to a Pink Floyd show. Oh, I, um, love that. I love it too. <laughs> they ended up getting turned away at the door. They either uh, bought the wrong tickets or like they got scalper tickets that weren't mm. real or something. So they got turned away. Um, either way, I'd fight my way in. Like, or like underage there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they decided just to go back home and Michelle asked Coco to drop her off at the pier by their house so she could like meditate at the beach before going home. Um, I would like be great friends with this person. I, she makes me want to live in California, to be honest. Like, um, (laughs) the only reason why I would live in California. (laughs) Seriously. Um, unfortunately that was the last time she would ever be seen alive. Uh, so important to note, she was fully clothed when Coco dropped her off and she was wearing a long green trench coat and she had her purse. So this, this does come up in a second. Okay. Um, so the next morning, two surfers were heading to the beach when they noticed a swarm of seagulls gathering in an area below the sunset cliffs. Uh, so that's like a rocky area that just overlooked the beach there. Okay. Uh, they went over to see what the seagulls were pecking at and discovered a body floating in the beds of the kelp along the shore. Um, there was a butterfly butterfly tattoo on the shoulder, and this would help investigators ID the body as that of Michelle Von Emster. Um, so really graphic details coming up, but they're, they're important. So 
I try not to get too gross when I talk about like autopsies and stuff, but this this part is actually necessary. Okay. Um, so Michelle was found floating face down with her eyes wide open and naked except for a few pieces of jewelry. Um, so Robert Angle, who was the medical examiner, described the state of her body, saying that she had, quote, large tearing type wounds with missing tissue and that part of her right leg was missing from about midway down the thigh. Um, it was determined that she was only in the water for a short amount of time before the surfers found her. Her initial cause of death was listed as unknown, but there was some buzz around the idea of a shark attack because of the whole missing leg thing. I was going to say, I'm like, was it like a shark? <laughs> yeah. So an autopsy was performed by the San Diego examiner at the time, a man named Brian Blackburn. Also, sorry a- to interrupt. I'm really like, same brainwave. I like that we both did California episodes. Today. Oh, shit. <laughs> we <So> did. <laughs> Because the Winchester house is like San Diego. Oh, that's so weird. So I hate. I, weird. I love and hate when we do this because it's like it's cool, but it's also a little creepy. Right? We really do just share one brain cell at this point. We do one singular brain cell fighting for its life. <laughs> I wish it luck. <laughs> um, so Brian Blackburn was a medical examiner. Um, according to his official report, and again, more graphic details here. Michelle suffered a broken neck, broken ribs, a broken pelvis, and various scrapes and contusions on her face and torso. Uh, Mr. Blackburn also reported that Michelle had sand in her lungs, her mouth, her throat, and her stomach, which indicated that she'd been alive at the time of her injuries uh, because she would have had to, like, inhale, inhale. the sand for so it to be there. Definitely not a shark tag. Uh, yeah. So his original theory here was that uh, this could have happened at the bottom of the ocean. So, like, a shark mm. dragged her down kind of thing. Um, but I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode on this, and they also point out that it could have been ha- it could have been happened. It could have <laughs> happened along the shoreline if someone, like, held her under the shallow water where you could still touch the, the sandy bottom. Definitely. Um, so, kind of pokes a little hole in that there. Uh, her death was officially ruled a shark attack by Blackburn, uh, but it's important to note that he had never actually done an autopsy on a shark attack victim before and was therefore considered inexperienced when it came to this ruling. Uh, he believed that the initial injury, so the, the leg, came from a great white shark and then blue sharks later came and fed off the body after she died because uh, she had like, um, I think I say this later, she she does have like little bite marks that do match blue sharks. Okay. Um, so kind of like she, my like what I'm thinking is like she died and they put her in the water and then the sharks kind of just like scavenged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I'm going with. Um, so the oh, I do say it right here. The the blue shark thing was confirmed because they did find bite marks that match the size and description of the blue shark bites. Um, so it was determined that these bites most likely occurred after death, just judging, I guess, by the blood or lack thereof okay. science of some sort. Shark experts uh, disputed this theory right away, though, citing first and foremost a lack of experience from the medical examiner. So a man named Rolf Collier, he was a shark expert, uh, he spoke out at the time and he said that he initially believed the shark theory until he saw the remains for himself and he immediately determined that this could not have been a shark attack. So he did an interview with the San Diego Union Tribune where he said, quote, one of the things that struck me was the condition of the limb. When a white shark bites off part of a limb the break is clean almost like you put it on a table saw what remained of michelle's femur was anything but it looked like what happens when you uh, get a piece of bamboo and whittle it down to a point with a knife the bone came to a point 
This type of injury is caused when a bone is twisted under a great deal of force. I've looked at close to 100 photos of cases that I have reviewed over the years, and I've never seen any bones that came to a point. End quote. So he's disputing the great white shark uh, theory. So kind of like someone's theory to stage sorry. it in a bit? Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't believe a great white shark did that at all. Uh, I think he goes on to say that he doesn't think a shark took that leg, period. Yeah, okay. Um. So he added that if Michelle was attacked by a great white shark, her femoral artery would have been cut pretty much instantly, making it impossible for her to have inhaled the sand during her attack. Because when you cut that artery, you're pretty much toast right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other shark birds, shark birds, oh my God. The <laughs> other shark experts no, they're shark agreed birds. with Ralph. <laughs> the shark birds. <laughs> It's actually what a shark t- scientist is called, a shark bird. Shark bird. Um, so they agreed with Ralph's theory. Uh, so Richard Rosenblatt, who was the chairman of the Scripps Institute for Oceanography, also disagreed with Blackburn's findings. After receiving the measurements of Michelle's wounds, Rosenblatt said, quote, none of the marks on Michelle's body were caused by a white shark. If she had been bitten by a white shark, they most likely would have also found great white tooth broken off into her body and there was never any teeth found in her body. Okay. Um, so furthermore, the global shark attack file, which I guess is their central database, does not officially recognize Michelle von Emster's death as a fatal shark attack. Oh, so on paper, it's technically not a shark attack. So what happened? So wait, is it like still like considered a shark attack? Like, a sh- uh, I get there at the end. Okay, sorry. Like technically yes, but technically no. <laughs> to, to not answer your question. Um. So what happened to Michelle? Uh, there's a couple theories floating around here. Uh, some of them are like an accidental fall from the cliff. Maybe she was hit by a car on the cliff and thrown overboard, accidentally drowning while swimming. Then, did that like the fucking car take her clothes off too? Like- yeah, that's one of my next lines. <laughs> it's like for everything that ha- that someone said, it's like uh, she fell off the cliff and then lost her clothes. She like on the way down, it just like flew lost off. her clothes. Like, <laughs> um. And, of course, the the last theory is murder. So, as I mentioned earlier, Michelle lived in a sketchy neighborhood with some not-so-nice people living in the area. Um, rumors started flowing as to what happened to her, and they kind of they made some valid points here. So, first of all, there was no explanation as to why Michelle was found completely naked. Uh, none of the theories would explain this. Uh, like I said, falling off a cliff, drowning, shark attack, whatever. Uh, there would be no reason for the clothes to be removed uh even if there was a shark attack like the clothes would be torn and tattered but i feel like there'd still be at least fragments found definitely um like do you ever see like shark attacks like when people are surfing like they're in their wetsuits and like that part's gone that stays on yeah (laughs) um so a man named edwin decker who michelle was like quasi dating at the time uh told police well they were like they were not boyfriend and girlfriend but they were like a thing they were just hanging out they were just, what would we call it in high school? Wheeling? Wheeling? I have no idea. Wheels. Really? <laughs> um, oh I mean, we didn't call it that. Everybody no. else called it that. Um, God, we are. So uh, this guy, Edwin, he told the police that Michelle liked to surf naked, and that was probably why she was naked. But none of her friends, friends or family backed this claim up. And there was no surfboard discovered at the scene. It was also, like, really cold that night. I think they said it was, like, 63 Fahrenheit, which is, like, cold Celsius. Cold Um, Celsius. (laughs) (laughs) So investigators found it unlikely that she just decided to skinny dip in the cold weather. Um, They also never found her clothes or her green coat. They did find her purse kind of on a beach. And someone said that, like, 
uh, a theory there is that it was planted because I don't know, to make it look like that she had just stopped at the beach and went swimming kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and then someone was like, well, no, that would make sense because if they put it on the beach, it would probably disappear because it was like a high crime area and someone would steal it. So I don't know. The purse was there, though. <laughs> That's uh, fucking sketchy. <laughs> investigators did have two suspects in mind, uh, including a man One that was Mich- a great white. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so three suspects. Um, so Michelle said this man was stalking her at work. Uh, this man was seen after her death making photocopies of her autopsy report. What the but fuck? If you believe it, he was not the fishy one, pun intended. What? Um, Edwin Decker, who told the police about the naked surfing, gave off major murderer vibes. So Edwin and Michelle worked together, and Edwin told detectives that they had a thing for several weeks leading up to her death, although they had only been on one official date. So he said it was mostly just kind of like flirting at work, and then like she finally agreed to go out with him kind of thing. He told investigators that he believed the two, quote, shared an emotional and intellectual bond, and then went on to say, quote, at least on my part, which was a red flag that maybe michelle wasn't actually that into him mm-hmm. um it's actually really sad if you want to google the interview he like goes off about how like they're so connected and all this stuff and he's like well at least i feel that way i don't know if she did and it's like oh you're like bro <laughs> um so the night before her disappearance michelle stayed over at edwin's place and his roommate confirmed this to police uh so really creepy but his roommate was asleep on the couch while they were like banging beside him uh, and he confirmed hmm. this, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, but I guess do you, um, she, she left the morning of April 14th at 5am. Uh, Edwin told police he was quote bummed when he hadn't heard from Michelle after this. He thought that she was just like ghosting him. Um, so the day he found out about her death, you're going to die at this. Oh, uh, he, he published the following uh, poem i think on like a myspace page or something like some sort of blog he posted it online um i'm gonna attempt to read this seriously but i don't have faith in myself so just <laughs> bear with me quote the report said there was a tattoo a butterfly on her shoulder i'm already caving um which i remembered that night on my couch when i like the shark chewed on her lips and took off her shirt end quote <laughs> I hope your mic just picked up the sound you just made. (laughs) So, like, you're, like, you know, quote-unquote girlfriend dies. And this is what you post. That's so (laughs) fucked up. That's so So fucked up. Fucking weird. Not necessarily a clue, but, like, very weird. Very, like, what the fuck. Um... I lost my spot already. So the last note on Edwin is that investigators thought it was mighty convenient that Michelle told Edwin and only Edwin that she liked to surf naked. It was almost too easy for him to it was almost too easy for him to explain why she was found naked in the water. Um, so again, none of her friends or family backed that theory up. They were like, I don't know. She never really told us about surfing, but I was like, no, I know she surfs naked. This person that she's only like seen for like a week or two was the last person who like well no not the last person i get but like but one like, of the last people to see her live and she's gonna randomly open up and be like i like to surf naked um, but tell no one else even yeah. though everybody knows she's like a hippie like everybody knows she's got that like vibe to her but everyone's like no i don't think she did that no um so at a 2008 Southern California Writers Conference, Edwin and a journalist named Neil Matthews pleaded with the San Diego medical examiner to reopen Michelle's case in like a weird, strange twist. So I think this is supposed to come across as like, I want to find out who killed the girl I was dating. 
But to me, it's coming across as like, I definitely had nothing to do with this. In fact, look into it and I bet you'll find nothing on me. Like, it's almost like overconfident. Like, yeah, look into it. I bet you'll find nothing on me. Yeah. Um, You know how like people say that like, like the murderer always goes back to the scene. It's yeah. Like it's like that he's, vibe. Yeah. He's, he's almost drawing like too much attention to himself where it's like, yeah. you could just say nothing, you know? Yeah. You can just like shut the fuck up. So they wrote a a letter to the new medical examiner saying, quote, Dear Dr. Wagner, we are writing to ask you to take another look at the accidental death finding in the case of Michelle Von Emster. We are writers with special interest in the Von Emster case. One of us dated Michelle briefly before her death and the other investigated the case for a stub a story published in Boating Magazine in 1994. We believe Dr. Brian Blackburn's conclusions sorry, I got to scroll, may have been biased because others in the community rushed to judgment about this being a white shark attack. So they're basically saying, like, we think it's a murder. Look into it. We didn't do it, though. <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Wagner, so who was the San Diego me- medical examiner at the time, he did actually take another look at the case after this letter. Um, Dr. Wagner admitted that, the, the, blah, 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 that there was some, quote, questionable evidence but it wasn't enough for him to change the death certificate or recommend a homicide case be opened um and that's kind of where the case sits now so the death is technically still listed as accidental or shark attack but not recognized by the shark attack database so there's still talk in ocean beach about a potential murder but i personally don't think we'll see this case open because it's just too easy to go well she's missing a leg it was a shark attack the end yeah i don't see them looking into it again but so like, I'm curious. It's like basically someone tried to like stage it so that like hacked her leg off to make it look like a shark. Yeah, and it was it was too easy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that other sharks nibbled on her I think helped their their case a little bit. I just hate how they said nibbled. I just nibbled on But her. yeah, that one that one made me scratch my head, so I wanted to to share that. I think I think she was murdered. I think she was killed. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to the leg that it would have twisted like that. I do kind of see the uh, hit by a car theory a little bit. Like she, she could have been a broken neck and stuff. Yeah. It could have. She and her pelvic injury apparently was like really brutal too. And it what like if, wouldn't have happened. What if she like got hit by the car and the person got out and was like, oh fuck, I just killed this person. That's what I think. And tried to get rid of all the evidence and like chucked her off the cliff Very or like, I know what you did last summer kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think happened. Um, if you want to share your opinions with us. Yeah. Because they know. were like, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, which is terrifying. But <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're like. like someone who kills. Yeah. They're like, maybe if we like take her clothes off and just throw her off a cliff, she won't like, it'll, she'll sink. Like her clothes won't yeah. keep her from floating. But I like, think I think it's something like that where something happened. I think it was accidental. I don't think it was a murder because there was no. Although the the sand in the lungs thing is weird. Yeah. Oh, my old lady hips. Unless it really is like when she got thrown to the cliff, maybe she just hit the bottom and that's yeah. That's and possible. maybe she was still just alive, or maybe because the water was rushing into her. That I don't know. I think it's just hard. Science is hard. But like, I don't think we're solving this one. No. I mean, we're no shark experts, but, like, shark experts are saying it wasn't a shark, so, like, it wasn't a shark. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And the fact that the bite doesn't match. Yeah. They're like, there's no way a shark did this. Well, well, a shark must have done this. (laughs) Yeah, like, where the fuck did her leg go, though? They never found her leg? (laughs) No, they never found it. So I don't know if they, like, kept it or, like, buried it or what. Like a souvenir. My first hit. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Like a deer head. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think they're going to reopen the case, though. I think yeah. we're just going to be left scratching our heads to the end of time. And that's that. Because that one is actually, <laughs> like, really confusing. Because, like, if you find a body in the water with, like, so much evidence to point, like, to different reasons why this could have happened. Like, especially, like, the broken neck and the pelvis. Like, that's not a shark attack. But then, like, yeah. the missing limb. Like, you really have nothing to go off of. And, like, being in the water, like, it just takes away all the all the side uh, shit. <laughs> Uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved, like I said, they do an episode on it. It's actually, they go way more into it than I do. Uh, And they talk about how, like, each theory kind of in depth a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, like, even the, like, falling down the cliff one wouldn't explain the leg injury. Like, you know, for everything that you're like, oh, this just happened. It's like, well, how does that explain this? Like, there's no clear, direct path into any answer. Like, every theory has a different part that contradicts that theory exactly exactly so it's just a giant fuck you basically yeah let's just we're never gonna know (laughs) so that fucking sucks though because like it's like in dexter when she said when the the podcaster girl was like uh there's always those cases with a disappointing ending where it's just like you so much want for there to be an answer but sometimes there's just not and and sometimes there's just never gonna be one you just gotta have to settle with that which fucking sucks but yeah, also go watch Dexter, everyone, because Holly finally yeah, decided to I finally, it. I'm finally catching up. There's two more episodes left. I beg her every Sunday since it started to watch Dexter, and she finally fucking did it. Well, because we're both, like, we're both so, like, spoiled by the whole Netflix thing. We don't know how to just watch one episode at a time anymore. Which is fair, yeah. So, like, even, like, we watched eight, and there's still two that haven't been released yet. And, like, Carl was like, I'm never watching a series ever again until they're all out. Because now I'm just going to wonder for two weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's two weeks. Like, like calm down, Carl. <laughs> I'm watching this uh, Have you been watching, like, week by week? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, God, the suspense. See, I think I, I love have a heart Dex. attack. It's funny because I called... I've been calling every single episode because I feel like I just know how serial killers work. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's such a good fucking season. It's so good. I've called most of it so far, but it's still good like i'm still enjoying it yeah and also holly didn't know the person that plays in it was the voice of crusty crabs oh my god it's so funny i can't watch it anymore <laughs> we literally were watching uh last night and i forget what he said but he said something and i was like fucking danielle should have never told me this like i can't <laughs> watch this anymore <laughs> he's gonna be threatening to kill someone and i'm gonna be like huh? <laughs> I, I, I text her and i was like oh crusty crab did this and then she was just like thought it was a Who's joke that? and i was like, like uh, i was like she doesn't get my joke and i'm like no he literally voiced crusty crab and she's like oh fuck yeah <laughs> but that, that that yeah we went off topic again but whatever go watch dexter it's great and that's it yeah go watch dexter and then also listen to our podcast yes and and happy new year and, and happy new year oh and, hang out with us on social media yeah uh, <laughs> instagram is a spooky hour podcast twitter is a spooky hour or is it spooky hour spooky a i don't know uh, at spooky hour i think it is you you know us by now yeah and you our email is the spooky hour podcast 666 <laughs> at gmail.com i thought i, I like, thought you just like struggled that but it, you froze a little bit <laughs> I, no i definitely struggled that because i ran out of breath oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh so hang out with us before danielle dies yeah. and stay spooky happy 2022 stay spooky woo, bye woo.